This is Abnormal Entertainment. Welcome, I'm Daniel G. Garza, and this is Put Together Conversations. Welcome to the show. Let me start by, as usual, sharing some of the, onto some of the other pages, making sure that everybody that wants to watch today gets a chance to watch today. Um, my, unfortunately, my guest today couldn't make it, and so we're going to have to reschedule that interview, but uh, I didn't want the hour to pass by. Uh, I recently... Uh, was in uh, a little mastermind group where they were telling me uh, you have all these opportunities, you have all these uh, venues available uh, to you. Why are you not uh, doing more? And I thought, you know, you're right. I I have all these opportunities even when a guest can't make it or even when something is not happening the way that I want to. I still have the opportunity to go on the air and, and do, uh, do some shows and I don't take it. I, I, I really don't take the opportunities, uh, as they should. So my, uh, I always have a goal for 2013 and usually my goal is, uh, it, it's to be better. I mean, one of my goals, oh, by the way, I got this shirt, new shirt. You like it? Uh, one of my goals has always been, uh, every year to be better, to grow my business, to uh, do more, be more, uh, experience more, anything in the more realm, really. And then it starts off that way. Usually January, I don't know why I'm screaming. Usually January, it starts off that way. It kicks off in a, in a, um, uh, in a very energetic, positive way. I kick off January and I'm like, vamonos, let's go, duro. Uh, you know what? I'm going to post this in another group too, so that other folks who are not normally watching the show get a chance to watch the show today. Because we're going to talk about different stuff. Uh, so, uh, but yeah. So usually about mid-January, the the steam starts to wear off, and and I, I start lagging in what I need to do to move forward. It, it's it's just that. It's simply just that. I. But here we are. 
January 30th, and I have just now found, uh, in January 30th, I, I figured out that I need to take every opportunity available. So if you were on, uh, if you were Friday, yesterday, if you were watching, uh, the Cardivo, we did a workshop on, on, uh, cleansing. We did a workshop on energy cleansing on the Cardivo show yesterday. So if you were part of that, thank you. If you weren't, you can go back and replay it and you can still get the same experience. It's, it's going to be quite the same, but if you want to go check out on Facebook, YouTube or Twitter, the live feed that we did, the live stream that we did on Friday for the Cardivo, go check it out. It's a really cool way to, um, exercise. It's a small mini workshop, uh, of my bigger workshop, obviously on how to release your energy. How to release the, release the energy that is blocking you from moving forward. So if you did not or, or were not available um, on that show on Friday, go back and check it out. It's it's out there on my Facebook page on the Cardivo and my personal page is also on YouTube at Daniel Garza or on Twitter. Go check me out on, on Twitter on, at Little Mexican, L-I-L-M-E-S-I-C-A-N. Go check this out. You'll find the information on uh, uh, the workshop and basically the workshop was an hour and a half of energy cleansings and how to release energy that is blocking you from moving forward. So go check that out. Uh, for those of you joining just now, uh, unfortunately my guest was not available today, so he could not make it. Uh, so I'm going to take over the hour. I'm going to do a whole combination of, um, Cardivo, uh, put it together and, and, and advocacy work, everything that I do all in one. So if you are watching this, Anywhere on um, uh, anywhere on the um, uh, on the pages, and I just saw a message that um, the person that is on the show is not is, is somewhere else, which I did not. Um, hold on a second. I'm going to send him a message and see if he can join us over here. There was a movement. I moved from um, hold on a second, guys. I am going to send him his Um, I'm going to send him the link, see if he's available to get in here. Uh, I don't know if somewhere along the line something got lost and he didn't get the link. But if he does connect, then great. If he doesn't, then we'll just sit here and chit-chat with you guys. If you are watching this on any of the three channels, uh, let me know uh, where you're watching from. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, or uh, or Twitter. Uh, if you are on Twitter, I have the app open, so you are free to ask questions and be part of the conversations. Do not feel like you're left out. You can be part of it. Um, I'm going to make sure and wait on to see if uh, uh, my guests will show up and make it over here. Uh, meanwhile, I, I don't know. Do you guys, anybody watching, do you follow me on on, on Cardivo? Do you ever get cards pulled for you? Um this is a good chance if you're watching this on any of the three channels 
and you'd like me to pull a card for you, then let me know and I will do that. Um, but uh, what I was going to tell you, we had an amazing guest on, on the previous show. So if you were, uh, if you were not watching earlier, then I am sorry. I, I, I'm pretty sure that I, I, I'll see if he's able to connect on here. Um, I don't have his phone number, unfortunately, for some reason, which I usually do, but it might have been my fault. It might have been um, that I did not send him the code, and that is so on me. I don't know what happened. I don't know where I messed up. I don't know how I, I confused things. But, you know, it happens to the best of us. Uh, again, for anybody watching, this is Daniel G. Garza, and this is Put Together Conversations. My guess is we're, we're, we got lost in the same, we, we were in different pages. I thought I had sent him the link and maybe I did not. Um, let's see if he can join in. Uh, let me send a message. But how is your new year starting? How are you guys doing with the new year? Um, how are things happening for y'all? Uh, which is why I'm going to apologize. I apologize. Did I not? Get you the link. There we go. See if that works out for him. See if he can join in. Um, sometimes I mess up. Sometimes I make mistakes uh, because... Uh, um, let me tell him that, there he is. Hello, sir. Hey, am I here? Yes, you are. <laughs> but where am I? Oh, oh, there I am. Hey, you are. How are <laughs> you? I apologize. I think looking back at the emails, I think it was a mistake on my end and I didn't send you the updated link. So I uh. apologize for sending you to the other address. Yeah, hey, no worries. Uh, how are you? Thank you so much for making it here. Yeah, oh my gosh, thank you for having me. This is a cool new apparatus that we're using over here. I, I, cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, we decided because things are so cooler over here that I was like, here you are, our guest, I should get name. And I, I love what you're, you're doing though. It's like, this is cool. Like, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. It rather reminds me of like 70s, 80s kids show videos. All right, everybody, we're going to learn. We're going to learn how to start a cult. All right, everybody, let's do it. Ah, how you start a cult. Ah. Uh, for everybody watching, welcome. We are back on track. And, and I, again, I apologize, folks. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I make mistakes. Um, but what? Get out of here. You make mistakes? No. You know, it, it's... I, there was that one time, but I was I was right, and I had to like tell me off, and I now made the mistake. But uh, <laughs> for everybody watching, um, I I got to meet um, 
indie. You go by indie, correct? That's I mean, Rishi's good too. I mean, I can roll with both Rishi. I can roll with indie. I can roll with Joe Jim Bob. I, I accept Jim Bob. Uh, okay, Rishi. Uh, Rishi and I met. Um, oh shoot, I just had them on my thing, and I, I just lost the name. Hold on a second. We met through uh, the ladies at uh, Peace Inside Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That we both were part of a mm-hmm. really cool uh, weekend retreat. Mm-hmm. And, a virtual, uh, a virtual retreat, right? Yes, and and you are amazing. You're such a ball of energy. I was. I'm going to be honest, it, it, and not because I don't like people, some people, but it's 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 usually because my attention is all over the place, and I have, uh, I, I I have different things that I'm part of my production, yeah. and all. Right. so it takes a really strong energy to captivate me and catch my my wow. attention. Wow, and and I, and I can be like, okay, I dig what you're doing, and <laughs> you are one of those people, and I I was so the minute that I saw that. I don't think you were even done with your hour, and I was already emailing you and saying, "I want you on my show." <laughs> That's awesome. So, welcome to the show. How did you come to be with? Um, with, with I, them? I I have to quickly acknowledge you too. I, I will say what you were just saying about me. Like you wouldn't be able to recognize that in me if you didn't have it too. So there's something in you that also is captivating and also is attractive and magnetizing. So, you know, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But <laughs> you, that's, that's, a, that's a quite a compliment. Thank you so much. Heck uh, yeah, man. So how did you end up at the uh, at the retreat? Oh, uh, I, I don't even know. I just turned on my, like, these days I just turn on my Zoom camera and all of a sudden I'm in a Zoom, like some sort of something virtual happening and I'm like just in it. It's I have I have a special setting on my Zoom. It just like throws me into like p- different things all around the world randomly. That's I need that I need that system. We, we're gonna have to talk after this. It's like a conscious hacking system. So instead of me going in and like zoom bombing, I'm like reverse zoom bombing. Like add value, like whatever <laughs> whatever chat I grow into. I could just picture you going. I am taking over your retreat. Listen to me. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Huh? Like if you were able to hack this, go for it, dude. Whoa, this is that's like meta Osho. That's like taking Osho to the meta level. <laughs> Uh, so this is how we met, um, and I did, let me let me read a little bit about your bio that you sent me. Oh man, don't read my bio. That's so like contrived. Forget it. Like let's. How about how about this? Okay. Uh, uh, how about it, 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 like if I was a character in a video game, like how would you describe me? Okay. Well, let me tell you folks a little bit about Indy Rishi Singh. Indy Rishi Singh has an energy that has captivated plenty of people. Uh, his workshops are meant to see within yourself, find the most delightful and divine part of you and make it happier. And I am very excited to have him on the show today. So, uh, Indy Rishi Singh, thank you so much for being here. Um, yeah. uh, tell him just a little bit about you and then we'll get into sure. the, the, the bigger conversation. Sure. I mean, I mean, if I, you know, I, there's so many things that, you know, like I, I'm really grateful and fortunate to have the life, life path I've had. I feel like I've lived many different lives. Um, Daniel, so I think that's kind of like contributed to what I do now and how I'm like so passionate about what I do. Um, because, you know, like wearing the hat, you know, being, going to medical school and then like working in entertainment, you know, and then working in, um, working in, in education and then working in the Wall Street. I worked in Wall Street for, for a couple of years. We'll talk about Wall Street right now because I have a lot of thoughts on that working in 
inside and outside. I worked in politics, right? And raising funny. I work in nonprofit industry. I got to tell you, in all the different things I've noticed, there consistently seemed, there seems to be a disconnect with well-being at the very top. Like from the top down, like there is like a lack of health, happiness. Um, we have a lot of decision makers in like all kinds of different administrations in every industry that are unhealthy. And like when people are unhealthy, they can't make good decisions. I mean, this is like science, right? This is not, I'm not, this is no woo-woo, woo-woo stuff. We know, right? And so for me, it's been like, as I've like worked in these different places, I've witnessed firsthand how like, they suck and people don't like working and people are just doing it to make money and like, holy cow, what's going on? And now as we're noticing, literally our government is falling apart. Our infrastructures are falling apart. Wall Street, I mean, all these different things that we believed in, they're not really helping people right now. Even the medical system is failing people incredibly, especially in America. So we have to like, for me, it's been approaching it from a place of compassion. So instead of being angry, instead of being frustrated, okay, what's going on? Where does, where does, where does some places need some reconciliation, healing, forgiveness? Where can we actually support systems that are kind of broken and diseased? Right. And, and that includes people. So that's kind of like where I'm at. Like I love, I'm autodidactic. I ever since I left med school, I'm like, I'm going to study things at my own pace, <laughs> which is pretty fast. And I practice meditation. I practice yoga, kundalini. I eat with Ayurvedically. I'm very like conscious about what I eat, what kind, what things I listen to, where my energy goes, like social, all this stuff that everybody gets distracted by. I'm like, I cut things out all the time in my life so I have more energy and more ability to focus. Because actually, actually, what's more powerful in life is your ability to focus, not what you think, but how you focus. Right, we're too caught up in thinking and not enough in where our attention goes. Right, and so for me, because I can focus, I can get a lot done. And I can get a lot accomplished and I could network with people and make build relationships with people totally differently than if I was distracted or if I was kind of like not eating healthy and didn't have the energy or if I didn't sleep well, right? Or if I didn't exercise or do yoga. So all these different things have been contributing for me to be like not just a renaissance man, but also to be like a supercharged, like 21st century Nikola Tesla, right? Like I always think about Nikola Tesla. I'm like, damn, dude, what if that guy had community. Like, what if he actually, like, on top of everything he was about, what if he had community? Like, what if he had good relationships with, you know, people in his life? What would have happened, right? And so for me, that's kind of how I go about everything I do. Like, I want to be a dope-ass inventor, but I also want to be somebody who's connected to my neighborhood, to my community, to my friends, my family, all of that. Yeah, that, that, I, and, you know, you, you said that at the beginning, and that's been one of my things since I was, since I started, really, not just spirituality, but working in broadcasting and such. Like seeks like. You what what you put out, you will attract that kind of energy to you. And you're right. It, I I agree with that. I focus on the things that I need to do, finish that, and then try to move on to the next thing and try to, right. at my speed so that it right. doesn't become overwhelming. And because there was a time, I'm we have lots of people. I worked in corporate for a while and. That it, it it completely spit me out. It was like, nope, this is not your space. Go mm -hmm. do something else. And um, but now, but I'm, well, I'm glad you re I'm glad you recognize that. Like, did you recognize that right away, or was it something that like oh, hit you hard, or what? Yeah, no. Um, I went. I got into corp I started uh, business management. Uh, I, I went oh. to trade school and studied business management, and I wanted to be that. I wanted to be in computers. I wanted to be in corporate, right. but I wanted a fast pace. Right. And, I, and I did. I got into it fast and, and lived fast. Um, but then one day, drugs, drugs and alcohol. And, and there so you go. I, I went home for lunch. That was the mistake. Uh, I, I never made it back. And they were like, if you don't come back to work, you're fired. I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm out. Like, wow. And 
then I went off without a job for a couple of months. And then uh, that's when I was diagnosed with AIDS right about that time. Mm -hmm. And that was, that, that was the message that God was sending me to say, Garza, you're not slowing down. But then I was like, ah, I can do all this. Calm down. Yeah. Uh, and it took me six more years to sober up. And then. Wow. I, I so I'm just, I'm, I'm about to hit 14 years in June. Uh, so what? That's amazing. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's completely changed my life. Congratulations. And sometimes we need those wake up calls, right? Everybody gets them in different ways, but you also have to listen for it, right? Some people, the door, the door knocks several times. <laughs> if you're lucky, right? Sometimes you're not lucky enough and that's when we lose people, right? This, like good people. I mean, Daniel, you know, I think about like people like Robin Williams and I'm like, what an amazing human being, right? So empathetic, so brilliant. But what was like, there, you know, what goes on when we're empathetic and we don't recognize and we don't reconcile and we don't build community and heal and take care of ourselves? It doesn't matter if you're wealthy. It doesn't matter if you're balling, right? It doesn't matter. Like we're all susceptible to that thing if you're not like living with balance, with harmony, right? And I think because I was in rehab and I saw people fall back into addiction and some people just didn't wake up. People just didn't wake up again. And it, it, it does put that in your head. It's like, you know, there before God. And like that, that could be me. And am I going to, am I going to, waste the opportunities that are given to me or am right. I going to take them as a gift? And right. I had some really good sponsors that were like, you're, I say this humbly, but they're like, you're creative, you're, you're ambitious, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you want to help. Are you going to find that at the bottom of a bottle or sure. are you going to find it out using your voice? And well, here we are. I there you know. go. Amazing. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say sponsor. Did you do uh, AA? Yeah. So I went to rehab. But here's the thing. One of the coolest things, uh, Bay Area Recovery Center out in Dickinson, Texas. Hello, folks. Um, yeah. I, I, I was there for three months. And the the coolest thing about them was, like, okay, here's AA. Here's the book of AA. But also, here are some other spiritual right. books. Right. So you don't have to just eat. Mm -mm. Like, it's a, here's a menu of life. Here's the buffet of life. Right, right. You don't just have to eat from this side of the buffet. No. Oh. From everything, and in my room, there were there was the Bible, there was a oh. AA book, there was Joel Osteen books, which I like the teachings, which are kind of cool, and there were all these other spiritual books that you will wake up in the morning and go, okay, I don't want to do AA today, I want to do something more right. cloud guided or energy guided, and you're like, oh, that works. Uh, so I was brought up in recovery to be open minded. Right. And accept recovery from all different places. That sure. Sense. That's funny you say that. Uh, for me, like what I what I think is so valuable with AA is that it reintroduces a universal spirituality to people that like might have been like that that taste of spirituality might have been like really created bitter, right? Like so many people have experiences with spirituality, religion, right? That's very like distasteful. And I don't blame them. You know, I myself being Indian, I see how religion can actually be super toxic, right? Like in, in Indians, right? And in, even in decent Indians, it can become a very divisive and ugly thing, right? Yeah, crazy, right? It's believe I mean now to me science is becoming a religion right too i'm not kind of worried about that being a scientist and being a, somebody who loves science myself i'm noticing there's no people are not practicing science they're believing in science which is like you don't believe in science you ask questions that's science right. so but that being said you know 
I think what AA does so brilliantly is reintroduces that to a universal audience. Like it's global now, right? And I think that aspect is kind of like why I love that that universal thinking because when you start to look at the buffet table, like you said, you start to recognize there's a thread that's going through all the different thoughts. Like, and when you see that, when you start recognizing the thread, Daniel, it's like holy shit, your whole life changes. You have to recognize it. You can't like think it. Right? It has to be like, oh, wait, there's something really common that everybody around the world, when they start to figure things out, they consistently figure the same things out, <laughs> you know? And it changes their lives. It makes it more, like, their lives become more enriched. And they live longer and healthier, and they, like, are happier, right? And community thrives in those cultures and communities where that happens. So, for sure, the buffet is important because then we see, oh, my God, there's, I like to call it the golden thread. If you want to, if that, if you want to kind of, like, hashtag that golden thread because, Really what it is, it's like, you know, it's this golden rule. It's these golden ideas, these golden principles, right? That like is very alchemical too. Like if you want to get into metaphysics and mysticism, right? These sometimes the way of thinking can actually transmutate stuff in our world, right? Like if there's like, like suffering happening, like people are being child trafficked, like child trafficking is a great one, right? Like you're not going to solve that problem by ignoring it. Right. Like the more you ignore it, the worse is going to get. The more you're like, it's disgusting. I don't want to see it. It's going to get worse. Right. But the way you transmute it is you have to have this incredible presence, willpower to not just face it, but also be in the mindset of like, I can change this whole dynamic. Like with with the group, with other healers, with thinkers, with lovers, we can come together and actually solve this problem sustainably. So no children will ever be trafficked because they're all being taken care of. We're actually not even worried about stopping it because we're taking care of all the children yeah. rather than like having a worry about them being trafficked right so that being said we but in order to get there there has to be the golden thread those golden principles where you will sacrifice yourself for and you'll sacrifice your energy to improve not just your life but the lives of people around you like you go beyond yourself to realize that self is connected right yeah and i think you're you're so right it, it, i i've always been a big believer of the root of the problem especially i guess coming from the recovery uh mm -hmm. side of it it's i i couldn't just stop drinking or doing drugs because that wasn't really the issue like I, it, it's what's in the root what mm -hmm. got me to do the drugs and the alcohol in the first mm -hmm. place that then led to the problems because right. yeah you, you can stop you can be a dry drunk and, and ha but still be miserable and right. what was the point in that and I, right. I think some of the like what you're saying we can stop a lot of these issues in the world but we're just you brought up like for instance uh trafficking if you just attack the traffickers or you just or you just heal the person being trafficking but there's somebody buying into that there's somebody yeah. that's somebody that's asking for it yeah. and we're not we're not helping them yeah. find out why are you why is why is that your taste yeah. like how can right. we, how can we help you if you want the help yeah, I mean, I mean, I certainly think also it's like, you know, it, it's really approaching the shadow, right? I don't know if you're familiar with Jungian psychology, but I'm a big student of Carl Jung and Joseph Campbell. And, and you know, I don't know if people, your listeners know, but, you know, back in the days when, you know, Sigmund Freud was like, you know, doing his modern day, you know, today's psychology is more Freudian, right? And so... At that same time, Carl Jung was his contemporary. And actually, Jung's ideas and thoughts kind of like got, got like, su like, um, suppressed because 
Freud's thoughts and philosophies actually became modern day marketing, right? Modern day, like how marketing happens and how we use sexuality and these basic desires to like do, that's all Freudian psychology, right? Even how we treat people these days, psychology, psychiatry related, it's more Freudian. Whereas Carl Jung was actually analyzing these golden threads, like mythologies from around the world, how we all connect to mythology, right? Inside within ourselves and also kind of also connecting to these archetypes that we take on archetypes throughout our whole life. They weave archetypes in our lives that archetypes actually connect us to meaning and purpose, right? And so even when we talk about like people abusing children, there's an archetype, there's something going on where some, a lot of times when people abuse other people, they were abused themselves, right? And so if we don't fix that problem, those archetypes, those archetypes get even more powerful and more vicious. And those shadows become our presidents, become our judges, become, they protect each other then, right? Like, so it's actually, we don't, if we don't check it, we don't check the disease, right? The illness, the illness actually becomes normal. And then like the people who are healthy and ha happy or the people who have love and compassion feel crazy because they're like, wait a second. Like I got love and compassion. Why is nobody else like care? Everybody's chilling and watching Netflix. Like what's going on? Like, are you guys okay with homeless people? I don't, I don't feel good at all with homeless people outside. Like at all. Like I want to do everything in my power to fix that. Like, I don't like feel good with that. Yeah. There is a, uh... I was bullied as a kid, so you, you bring in a bully. And I, I was bullied as a kid, and there was a, there had to be a moment through therapy when I realized that I was being a bully in some ways. And uh, my therapist was like, "Well, that that aggression comes from somewhere. Like this, the way you're thinking comes from somewhere. Where do you think it came from?" And I was like, "I don't know." And she's like, "Were you ever bullied?" And I was like, well, "Yeah, but what does that have to do with it?" And you talk about the golden thread, the golden thread in bullying is that the, the bully was once the bullied. Mm -hmm. And if we don't, if we don't fix that, it will continue. And that mm -hmm. seed continues to spread. Um, mm -hmm. I've had arguments with people where they're like, somebody bullied me. They're horrible. They're the worst person. Death to them. And I'm like, calm down. Like, I'm sure that there's something that they're going through. And have you asked, have you no. had a conversation? No. Yeah. And, and and then we don't fix it. And it just right. keeps growing. In yeah, that's that's actually our what's wrong with our politics today, right? Like people don't even get involved in politics because they've created this us and us and them, right? Us and they. And even when they are political, whatever it is, there's so much us and they, right? But like the more you create that, like that duality, the worse it gets. Like it's not going to get better. Like you, as much as you think controlling other people will work, tell me, you have a child. If you try to control that child, what happens? Like does it ever... Stop. Does it ever do what you want it to do? You know? Yeah. It was going to be Rishi, you will answer everything the way that I want you to. Like, then I'm not getting the most authentic version of you. And exactly. What, what's, what is life if you can't be authentic and you can't accept people for their authenticity? Right. Like, put that on a bumper sticker. We'll sell it right now. Hell yeah. Actually, yeah. so, you know, so, you know, Daniel, that kind of like, I might as well do, like, do a little, uh, shout out, right? To one of the, one, one of the big projects I've been working on, um, actually for several years. It's been like a four year project, but this year it's kind of supercharged because of the pandemic. And we got some like programmers on board who are like amazing. We got somebody in the cybersecurities world has been this democracy platform behind me that I got up. Which is what, what we've been developing is basically, it's basically a gamified version of civic engagement, but it's focused on your local community, improving your local community based on your needs. And we actually are creating an artificial intelligence that like doesn't allow you to talk about left or right. Like the moment you talk about left, right, Republicans, like you can't do it. You can't talk on our space. Like the, 
that's you can only join these conversations. It's like conversations that we can host, and those conversations eventually lead to policy. So we're actually creating a system to help citizens create policy rather than corporations. But also, so there's conversations where you can invite scientists. You can invite like like one of the projects we're working on is beekeeping, right? Like have neighborhood bees and plant. But like how you can make policies to help the city pay for that rather than citizens doing it, right? So these are things that we can do locally. There's all kinds of things we can do, but people are not engaged locally. So what we're also doing is incentivizing it. So when people get into our system and use it to like enact change, they actually get rewarded with something we call citizen coins. It's kind of like playing a video game, right? Like you play the game and you like get these coins, and eventually you can redeem these coins for local things. Like you can redeem it for like one of my friends is a dentist. He said he'll he'll he would accept citizen coins to give people free exams and free dental cleanings, right? So like people can then start to redeem local things from their local people who are distributing stuff for citizen coins that are showing that they're showing they're doing things to improve their community, right? So people can like I would reward somebody who uses this platform by teaching them meditation or Ayurveda or yoga classes, right? Because I feel. If I can't go to the meetings myself and somebody else is going, oh my gosh, bro! Like, take care of it. Like, thank you for you know helping the seniors in your community by making a policy that will help the mental health of seniors, right? And that will create jobs for local people who therapists and local healers to go and meet with and musicians and artists to go and and do things with seniors, right? So we can create these things. At a local level, much faster than the federal government. This is like based on a lot of research. We actually can enact a policy within a month or two months in our in our city, right? Then the smaller your city, the faster you could do it. Wow! Meaning well, we could create jobs. Meaning we could create jobs and money for our community. We can actually improve internet in our like community if we get involved. Because right now, even internet is all controlled by two companies, and we have slow internet because it's being controlled. It's not because we don't have limitations. We're actually the limitations are being forced on us because we're not involved. So that they've made deals with the local government, right, to keep it slow and keep it really, really, really slow. Your internet. So. These are things we we have to figure out. So we just we want to gamify it. Like we like we're like our whole thinking was like how do we incentivize? Like literally, like give people value for being involved with their community, like actually helping their community. That's pretty cool. Before we continue, let me just remind everybody: you are watching Put It Together Conversations. I'm your host Daniel Gigarza. My guest today is Indy Rishi Singh, and we are talking about how to make your community better. Uh, so please join the conversation. If you're watching this live, thank you for watching us. Please join the conversation. If you're watching this on replay on Facebook, uh, YouTube, or Twitter, still you can still be part of the conversation. Ask a question, make a comment, and I'll make sure we get back to you. And stay, so stay connected. Uh, that is such a good idea. And, and, and obviously, this today's show was a little off, so we're we're, we're working in a different format. But that's amazing. I, I would love to be part of that. I mean, how cool would it be to be able to give back to somebody who's already giving back and offer them a workshop or something, yeah. right? So I mean, I mean, afterwards and, and do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I also think, you know, we brought up the AA and we brought up substance abuse. I think we need to radically approach this. I, I like that word is kind of abused and like not respected. But when I say radically, I mean, like we got to do some extra steps, right? Like not just be like, Oh, somebody else will figure it out, but be like, Hey, in our own community, there's people who are abusing, not just not, these days. It's not just alcohol or opioids, but now people are abusing their, their electronic devices. Right? So there's, there's all kinds of stuff abuse happening literally in our neighborhoods. We need to approach this more radically, but we also need to realize that actually the reason why corporations are so integrated into government is because there's a lot of money, right? We pay taxes. That money goes to subsidize projects. 
Why aren't we subsidizing those projects with people in our neighborhoods? If you're a musician, for example, why can't the city be paying you to perform in your neighborhood just to create music for the mental health of people? They could sit on their, they could sit on their balcony and listen to the music, right? The point is, we can do these things, but we need to do it through the government with a policy, with plan, like strategically. So like, if we wait for like nonprofits or we wait for Bill Gates or we wait for somebody to fix these problems, it's not going to happen, guys. They're not connected to the problem. You know, like, and substance abuse is a big, 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 big problem. We cannot, uh, we cannot approach it how we've always approached it. It's getting worse, Daniel. Like this pandemic is making it worse. The lockdowns have made it exponentially worse. So we got to like, lean in but we got to lean in with strategy i love killer mike i don't know if you ever listen to killer mike but he always has i can't remember it off the top of my head but it's like plot strategize execute like he talks about it like how corporations get things done we got to start as humanity as humanitarians as compassionate human beings and just caring human beings whether you're christian or you're not or you're atheist we need to start coming up with solutions for our neighborhoods for the people around us, not for what's going on on the other side of the country, okay? Not for what's going on in whatever that's disassociated from you. What's going on in your neighborhood and how can we actually create the policy that supports that supports it, right? Because there's money. Dude, Daniel, two, in 19, um, 2016, $2 trillion circulated in local, eco- local government economy. So the taxes that were collected to be used in local budgets of local city municipalities all across America was $2 trillion. $2 trillion. Okay. Think about that for a second. That's how much money was allocated for local stuff. Who do you think took advantage of that money? Just think about it. Who do you think's banking on that? Yeah. I, I, I come from the world of advocacy through my HIV work and, and now cancer and, and also from the mental health stuff. And we know that there is uh, available stuff out there, like. But you are. I'm so glad somebody else finally said it because uh, I, 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 I'm a social media person. Everything that I do, pretty much, is social media. So I'm, I'm all over the pages checking things out. And one of my pet peeves is when somebody always says, "Why doesn't somebody come up with this?" And if I had the chance, this is what I would do. And I'm like, "So why aren't you doing it?" Like, well, sure. I don't have money. I'm like, go to the government. Go ask somebody. The there, there are There's got- people don't normally advertise that. Hey, I've got a bunch of money here. And if you just ask me, it's not a car salesman. If you act now, no. we're going to give you the car and the knives. Um, <laughs> it's, you, you've got you've to gotta approach it. And when yes. if you have the uh, – okay, so for anybody watching out there, if you have that idea, I'm pretty sure somebody else has that same idea. And if two people are making an idea, that's a collaboration. And people yes. collaborating makes yes. things happen. Yes, 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 so exactly. exactly. And that, that's kind of why we created this platform. Because one of the things we like, we've been interviewing and doing market research and asking people of different backgrounds, you know, like, why don't they get involved? Like, why don't people get involved? Like, what, what stops you from like what you're talking about? Like, what stops people? And what we consistently are getting from young people, from middle class people, middle aged people, everything across the board is they don't feel that it's a tangible process, right? Like they think it's it's so far away for them to think about how to help their neighborhood, right? Like on a tangible, sustainable way. And so what we created with this platform, right? By the way, it's democracy.club. Please check it with democracy with an S-E-E.club. But like what it, and we're, we're about to release the beta soon. So like sign up so you'll get like you know, that free access. And so what we're trying to do with this is kind of like 
how do we make it like almost gamified, right? So like you're playing a game. So it's easy to like actually conceive of creating a policy, like literally, like, and you could connect with people who like you share similar things you care about, or you have ideas and they have ideas and you come together, you put those ideas together to actually create a policy, right? And there's really no space right now for that kind of interaction. On top of that, it's not gamified. Everything is still very like politicized, right? Like, so it's important to make it playful and gaming. Like, so people don't feel like it's like, by the way, Daniel, I don't know about how old you are, but I grew up with video games. And like, if, if anybody comes to me with a video game perspective of anything, I'm way more like, like able to understand it than when they're like, blah, 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 blah. And here's a, blah, 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 here's a lose, right? So what we got to do is connect the, what we're doing with our platform is connecting lawyers, right? With citizens to create policy. Right. And that's kind of like where the game changing aspect of this is, is that we got to start approaching this like corporations do. But we got to have fun while we do it. Like we can't be it can't be a process that we're angry and getting pissed off. Each other. Let's have fun while we do. It. And the people who use it, like be, being that it's a gamified perspective, that's more community based and more neighborhood based. I think already we're going to be like weeding out people who don't have that ability to think playfully. Right. Because I think when you can't think playfully, you're kind of neurologically apathetic, right? Like you're atrophied. Sorry, that's the right word. You're more like atrophied in your brain. We don't want the, those kind of peoples are not good decision makers. They're not decent thinkers. They're not decent helpers because they're stuck, right? Like they're stuck in a way of thinking and they're not ready. They can't change. They can't adapt. Even though things are changing all the time. But this is a really cool, because I, again, I get to work with a lot of advocates, not just local here in Orange County, California, but uh, on a national platform. And then through my HIV positive life page uh, on Facebook, nice. I connect with people around the world who are mostly in the HIV community, but they are looking for an opportunity. They're looking for ways to grow. So this was something that I'm, I'm definitely going to promote and I, I want to be part of. I, I'm, I'm, count me in. Like I'm, I'm setting up as soon as we're done here. So we're, <laughs> yes, that's just it. Uh, but, but it is about that. Uh, some people talk about success and, and and the only thing they see in success is financial gain. I, how successful are you? Um, and right. I always, I think of myself like I, I just turned 50 and I. What? Dude, yeah. you look great, dude. You look like you're like 32, man. 30 years old. What? Yes, I'm sorry. I, I said that in Spanish. 50 in English is 32. So I said that wrong. Oh, okay. okay I gotcha. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but. Bueno, bueno, bueno. See, see, uh, but I, all through my life, it, it, my parents always taught me, it's like, you could be financially successful, but that just means you're rich. It doesn't mean right. that you're successful. Right. And as I turned 50, I looked at my life and everything that I'm involved in and, and the way that I've grown. And I'm like, wow, I'm a pretty successful person. Like, I, right. I kick ass. Like, that's right, Garza, right. you got this. So right. now my duty as, as a human as a spiritual mentor, um, as a social media person is, hey, let me help you find your success by, right. by putting these shows together and bringing right. people in who have the, the knowledge. Right. So we're on the same page. You guys are doing yeah. that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, for, I'm sorry. We're down, to like 20, we're down to like 20 minutes before the end of the show. And I want to make sure people know you're watching Putting Together Conversations. My guest today is Indy Rishi Singh. And I want people to know a little bit more about what you do before we end the show. So can you talk a little bit more about, about your work and everything that, like all the projects that you do in the workshops and stuff? Sure, sure. I mean, I think, you know, what's really important, first of all, is that, you know, I, I, I'm a student, like a universe, like I'm like always going to be a student, 
you know, and I like love studying stuff. And so in, in being in that spirit of like studying, I love to share like cool stuff I learn and like the things I synthesize, right? I love Bruce Lee and his philosophy, which is like always continuing to add to your own practice, right? And so like adding value and like adding, you know, whether it's mental practices, physical practices, whatever they are. So that, that being said, I love to share a, a something I created called neuroplasticity meditation, which kind of like is, is a little bit like mystic in the sense that like there is no definitive neuroplastic meditation, right? It's infinite because really, I really care about um, activating the neuroplasticity that we all, ha all each have. And in activating that neuroplasticity, all of a sudden you not only can start to feel your body better or become more experienced in your body, but it's very tantric and, and mantra and yantra connecting all those different aspects of yogic philosophy, which is activating our spirit, our body, our mind. Um, who knows and who knows what will happen. So innovating from that space. So that being said, um, you know, I, I'm also a high school teacher. I've been I, these days. I've been high, teaching a couple of high school classes, um, um, one in Texas and one in um, North Carolina. Um, and outside of that, which is kind of cool because I'm like bringing social emotional learning to um, kids in marginalized communities, which has been pretty amazing because that wouldn't be possible if this virtual stuff wasn't happening, right? Even though it's kind of yucky and I'm not a big fan of it, but it's at least allowing me to share that stuff. But outside of that, my work with children has opened up an, uh, a business that we start a cooperative, um, a, a basically it's like a Hogwarts meets Star Trek, right? So we're like a bunch of teachers all across the world who like are teachers who have, some of us have academic scholastic backgrounds, but we also, and some of us are game designers, have worked for Disney, and we have all kinds of cool people involved that are also teaching now, like kind of like Hogwarts teachers, right? So we're teaching kids and even adults about, um, I'll give you an example, like one, one teacher teaches fairy school. So she teaches kids how to like attract fairies to their homes and to their places, right? But at the same time, that stuff is social emotional learning because they're learning how to organize their room they're learning how to make it more beautiful, connecting with nature, connect, being very intentional, creating an altar, all kinds of cool stuff. We're teaching meditation classes, um, art classes, play sh a movement play shops. Um, and then we're also creating a video game now, like a video game for kids. So this is called Cosmic Labyrinth. And we, people can check that out. It's cosmiclabyrinth.world. And so we're, we have a lot of stuff coming out this year. It's really exciting. But we also every month hold a family film night um, where we feature a, um, a, a like a like a conscious movie. Um, for example, the last one we did was Kiss the Ground, right? Where we not only we, do we host a film, but then we have a panel that features kids. So we have cosmic kids that are part of our community that also join the panel, right? So we have like, you know, five-year-olds to like 18-year-olds who join with scientists, with people from the film, the directors or whatever. And so it's, we want to create a, a, we want the kids to be a part of the conversation. So in our opinion, we all have inner kids, but we also need to start listening to the kids because they actually might have more wisdom than we give them credit for, right? So we have created basically this kind of a, it's a cosmic Disney kids, okay? A cosmic Disney channel, right? Is what we're creating. And so this is growing. Who knows what will happen? Really the vision with this kind of goes beyond what we can ever imagine. I can already feel it because the team, the people that are part of it are incredible. We have so much diversity, Daniel. It's awesome. Like Spanish speaking, Italian, African, Indian, Chinese, everything, bro. I'm yeah, play so, with you guys. I, I just want to come yes. play with you guys. Yeah, you got to come play with us for sure. And your community, anybody out there who has kids, this is a, we, we're trying to create an alternative way for kids to deal with the things that they deal with that the schools are not solving right now, that the community, they're, they're not getting this stuff, right? They're not learning how to be healthier in their mind, how to connect, how to like answer questions that they have, right? They have all these questions about what's going on in their dreams, what's going on in their lives. 
schools don't answer those questions. Doctors don't answer those questions. So we're trying to create an alternative space for those things to be explored and to be empowered and to feel more empowered and healed. And trauma too, right? Like sometimes the best way to relieve trauma is through magic. And maybe when we say magic, it's not magic like, oh my God, magic, but it's magic like technology, right? Understanding there are other, there's like emotional technologies that exist. How do we access, use those emotional technologies to relieve trauma? Um, And that's magic, right? Technology that we don't understand is magic. So anyways... Um, so that's Cosmic Labyrinth, and I think that connects to the work I do with my play shops. And I, you know, with Peace Inside Live, every Friday night, I facilitate a dance, yoga, and laughter play shop where we like do yoga, we dance, and I do a sound bath right at the end. So we like, I mix in all these like passive and active neuroplastic exercises while also being a little bit Bollywood and Indian. Like, I love my like Bollywood dancing, you know, so we do some Bollywood dancing and do yoga and meditate and do and breath work and kundalini. So, you know, that's something I'm doing with Peace Inside Life. I continue to do corporate wellness. Like I get hired by companies and organizations. I did a thing with the San Francisco Police Department last year, bringing well-being into the police station. So I do a lot of that. I also volunteer a lot. So if anybody has organizations, I love to come and share laughter as a tool to deal with all kinds of mental issues, substance abuse issues. Laughter to me is a great way to kind of heal. But also I, the way I teach it, the way my teacher taught me was to connect science to it, right? So it's not just a bunch of laughter. You saw it, Daniel. I really care about understanding things. Like, don't, don't tell me what to do. Explain to me why, right? Like, tell me why, right? So I love sharing the why and people asking questions and making, I love Daniel creating, um, uh, creating a, a ceremony, right? And like virtual ceremonies, right? But actually, sometimes the virtual ceremonies don't have to be in your face. It actually could be because the whole process is a ceremony and an experience. So I love all that. Mind you, Daniel, another part of me is very introverted. I'm a, I'm a total technologist. You know, the thing you're seeing behind me, this is a programming project. We're, this is like, we've been doing tech stuff. We've been building something that's never been built before. I have patents, right? We've been building things, right? Like behind the scenes. So what, what we're talking about, like I'm super nerdy too. I'm like, I love getting in my computer. I love going to um, systems thinking and developing systems um, and also collaborating with incredibly smart people. So I have a lot of really awesome teamwork things that I'm doing and I'm co-founder in a couple of companies. Um, so that's kind of the stuff I do behind the scenes, which mind you, like we started at the beginning, I would not be able to do if I didn't have a, a strong practice of mind of a, uh, I would say Ayurveda. Like, I love Ayurveda. Like, Ayurveda is like the game changer for me because, you know, Ayurveda taught me how we can become superhuman, right? And I think that's come up, like, we all start need to start looking at that because we need more superhumans doing stuff in the world, you know? Like, we need more at this point. Pretty awesome. I don't want to miss the opportunity because on the show, we have a segment that's called Words of Wisdom, where my guests get to share a little bit of words of wisdom with the people listening and or watching. So, uh, uh, Rishi, what words of wisdom would you like to share with us? Hmm. Can my words of wisdom be sounds? <laughs> that's can that be my words of wisdom? Um, and no joke, actually. Um, that's my word of wisdom. Is I think let's start making more, connecting more to our primal sounds and our primal breaths, right? So when we do breathe, once in a while, let's actually like get out there sometimes on a walk when we're in nature. Let's actually connect with that part of ourselves. Let's connect with that guttural, that, that's a meditation, right? You know, actually connecting with your gut, right? You can laugh that way too. Ho, 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 right? Get that Santa thing. 
ha, 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 ha. Opening up your vocal cords, your throat chakra, opening that up. Once in a while, go, ha, 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 ha. Or just, ah, right? Opening up your vocal cords and, <laughs> like activating your skull, your cranium, right? Mm, you know, we get all these sounds, right? Tapping into the vibrations of your body, breathing with those vibrations, breathing in deeply and doing sounds and connecting to them. Because sometimes those sounds are actually ways that we connect and heal. But also, mind you, by the way, babies make those sounds, right? They make those sounds because there's something going on in our brain, our neuroplasticity that they need to make. Right? Babies make those sounds. But by the, by the way, we also make those sounds when we make love, right? Oh, ah, ooh, ooh, ee, ee, right? So like there's, these things are very powerful. We need to connect to them more, play with them. Like, the, like try, let's try not to think about them. Let's play with the sounds that come out of our body and that we can make. So that's my words of wisdom. That is so awesome. And if, if you were watching the video before this one, the noon episode of January 30, 2021, then you're going to figure out that there's a connection even without wanting to. We were talking about uh, babies and we were talking about uh, the person on the show before we were talking about uh, breathing techniques and breathing exercises. And we were talking that when you're, when you're born, the first thing that doctors want to make sure you're doing is breathing. That is the first thing they want to make sure, like, is he breathing? Yes. And then here we are talking about primal and basics and going back to, so if you are, if you're watching this episode at right about now, above me is the link to the video from earlier today. So make sure you go check that one out too. And you'll see the connection today, uh, which actually is the message that I was needing. So thank you to both of you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would so next next, next time, Daniel, Daniel, the next time you're doing happy baby and you're like, you have to even do yoga, right? Just get on the ground, do happy baby pose and just start making some weird baby noises and like go crazy, like have fun with that for a few minutes, you know? Yeah. I love uh, when you talk about sounds and opening up. Uh, I am not a singer for anybody out there. I'm not a singer, but I love to sing and I follow my, my gut feelings and my, my emotions. When my feelings are like, hey, I don't feel happy right now. Let's find a sad song to make us feel better. I do it. And when I'm feeling really, really happy, I'm like, oh, let's find that happy playlist that I really love and dance around a little bit in the bathroom after the shower. Uh, <laughs> so for those of you out there, it, here's a great words of wisdom. There are, if you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, then work your way up to that. Sure. Just make make noises, sing. Oh, you could, Daniel, you could do it with your friends or your partner. It's a great way to connect. Actually, there's like telepathic training that you can do with other people. So if you start doing it, you'll start like noticing that you can kind of like nudge each other in a really fun, create. it's a really playful thing you could do with somebody you love because it's a way to connect with somebody without ideology. You have to use your thoughts, right? So like you just connect with somebody based on sounds. Yeah, and right now with technology, I know you're looking at me out there saying, I hate Zoom. I don't want to get on virtual. I know, but that's the way we can connect right now. So it's right. available. Use it. Zoom sure. gives 40 minutes for free to connect with people. Use it. Don't sit home sure. alone and wonder why. Here's well, I was well, I was thinking, Daniel, people can start yelling and making noises at people across the street. Like if they're on a walk in their neighborhood, just like start making noises at people what? across the street. <laughs> And I mean, it, it, how did we do? I mean, I, I, again, I'm fifty. I'm fifty years old. I, I remember not having a cell phone. I remember you would you would oh, you would go when I lived in Mexico with my sister. You'd open, go up to the front porch, and you saw your friend across. She's like, "Hey, what are you doing? We're going to the park." 
Come with us, okay? Totally, totally. Mark, I'll be back later. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what we did. We, I didn't grow up with with a cell phone or having access right. to just call anybody whenever you want it. Um, right. And, and here we are. I mean, but like you said, you, if you really want to, you adjust a little bit and, and yeah. make things happen. So make yeah. things happen. So let folks know again. Where can they find you? And of course, we're going to have all this information on later. But where can they find you? How can they connect with you? Um, uh, there's a couple of things I would love to lead people towards. One is neuroplasticity. You can look up that word. It's a great word of research, neuroplasticity.space, right? That's one place. The other place is democracy with an S-E-E at the end, dot club. That's like, you know, hey, do you want to get empowered with your city? Do you want to incentivize? Get involved. Like, we're, we are streamlining a way for you to improve your community, right? Literally at a really quick fit, pace rather than waiting for the government to do it. And then um, the third thing is cosmic labyrinth dot world which um is um social emotional learning for kids um and even stuff for parents and even stuff for even us the inner kids in all of us cool and on the screen right now is his uh instagram page so make sure you go follow i don't know though you know the thing is you know you put up my instagram and i I, i've been really been called to kind of like leave social media recently Yeah, you know, it's funny because like, no, because you know what? There's like a protest happening in India. The largest protest in the world is happening like as we speak right now. And Instagram, Twitter, Facebook are censoring this protest. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I, you know, my, my people, my, you know, my culture, everything. I have family that's there. I'm noticing it firsthand and I'm getting really disenfranchised with these, these, um, social media platforms. Like it really makes me upset because I, 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 I like to believe in the best of stuff. But the fact that they're censoring something that's important and not like, it's not, it's not Republican or fascist, right? It's like they're actually blocking farmers. Right? Like farmers. Like why are they blocking farmers? That's very odd to be blocking farm farmers who are protesting toxic corporate, right? Greed. Right? So this is kind of weird to me. And like I, I wanna like encourage but I also advocate this like this democracy platform. Let's all start moving towards platforms and supporting people like Daniel and cr- joining communities that are actually gonna create change rather than these like toxic social media environments that are basically capitalizing and controlling what we see. So I'm just like just want to remind everybody, let's start to move more towards like more conscious and self self-realized social media platforms and um, communities and talk shows and shows, right? That actually enact change rather than just like do nothing but create more suffering. Yeah, and definitely uh, for all of you out there, Little Mexican Productions is a social uh, enterprise. And part of our goal is not just to create content but to move the dial forward. So anything we do is with our community in mind. Make sure that you guys learn something new every day. So in in so to, in in respects to uh, Rishi, don't go to his Instagram. We will post all of his other uh, <laughs> links up there. So I'll, as usual, you guys know if you've been. I mean, we've been on the air now nine years. So you guys know. Go to Facebook uh, to the link on this show. You will find the information. If you're on YouTube, just go down below to the description. And on the way down there, will you like the show and subscribe to the page and follow us? And you'll find all the links where you can find everything we've talked about here. And if you're on Twitter, just uh, reply and retweet. And and if you have a question, make sure that you ask, and I'll I'll make sure you get the answer that you need. Uh, But the platform sounds amazing. I I definitely want to be part of that. I I think uh, I I live in Laguna Beach. Even though we're a tourist city, we're a small community. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of – there's this big – fight between 
consistency and tradition and growth. And there's always an argument. And I believe that there is a balance between both. Mm -hmm. We can stay conservative and small and, and have that hometown feel, but allowing us to grow right. and show the world everything we have. So I want to be part of that in any way that I can. Beautiful. Thank um, you. Any last words before we go? Any last comments? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I advocate everybody out there. Um, the you know, please go to your city hall meeting. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but you know, it's all virtual. Go check out your city hall meeting and like maybe have a joint with you or have a drink or like chill out with you. You know, like you don't have to like be sitting there all serious. Like like just go and check it out and go see what's going on and like you know get just get tuned in because a part of us making changes in our world is first taking care of our own garden. Right. And so like find out what's going on. Like can there can can you know those state you know the these city halls, they're like not well. That the our elected officials are not healthy. Like they're all pretty sick and like diseased. <laughs> so let's show up and offer some sort of reconciliation and maybe ideas and entrepreneurship and creativity in that space. And love. Like love, Daniel. Let's bring love where there's not love. I, I, I am right that's a perfect way to end the show. Let's bring love back, folks. Let's do this. Uh, Andrew Richie Singh, thank you so much for being on the show. Don't go away. Let me just say goodbye to everybody. Okay. Um, and uh, I'll be right back with you. For everybody watching, I hope you enjoyed the show. I know we had a little glitch in the beginning, but I hope that the conversation totally made you forget about that. Of course, I just reminded you. But go back and watch this. If you didn't catch all of it, go back and watch it from the beginning on Facebook, Twitter, uh, in, uh, YouTube. Uh, go check it out. Anyway. For Little Rex Productions, I'm Daniel G. Garza saying, hey, put it together. Subscribe to Put It Together on iTunes, Stitcher, and at abnormalentertainment.com slash put it together. Find Put It Together on Facebook and tweet Daniel at Lil Mexican, L-I-L-M-E-S-I-C-A-N. And for more podcasts, comics, books, movies, and more, head to abnormalentertainment.com. You've been listening to the Abnormal Entertainment Network.